This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Believe it! This week, I check out Destruction All-Stars for the PS5. Reggie fils quits GameStop after just one year. And on our final stage, I review the PS5 version of Marvel Avengers. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Again, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Overwhelmed. <laughs> I should definitely say overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. And if you realize that I am doing this show today, uh, which is on a Saturday, it's the 27th. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. I actually I had to postpone things. I had to switch things around because, as many of you know, I am hosting a series of anime panels and trivia shows for uh read pop i'm under contract with them at this time to do four shows with them and that means you know if they need me at this particular time i'm gonna have to take it which means they needed me yesterday and i was gonna rearrange the show today to do this so you know we're still gonna keep uh talk time live going but i am also catering to Repop as well to have fun with them and do the things that we're doing but by the way if you're an anime fan i guarantee you you don't want to miss what's about to happen on the 28th all the way to the third i believe because Repop is presenting anime week a host of shows trivia and much much more uh to which you're going to enjoy i host four panels two of which are q a's and the other two are going to be live trivia shows that you won't want to miss because you could be a part of that too you will be able to interact answer the questions at the uh the seat of your own home and just enjoy our banter <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun but i will be i've hosted already I already did um pre-records q a's for the cast of by hero academia which will be the first one that you'll see uh, that will be the kickoff one. The second one I just did yesterday with the original cast of Pokemon. That's Veronica Taylor, Rachel Lillis, and Eric Stewart, who plays Brock, Misty, and of course, Ash Ketchum. The originals, the OGs of them all. <laughs> so um, we got a chance to talk with them. And it was a really beautiful, heartfelt conversation that we had. You know, it was, it was great. I really enjoyed talking with them. So I can't wait for you guys to see that. Um, I, you know, it, it was it was kind of nerve wracking at first. I know I've done this forever, but it's it was kind of nerve-wracking because i'm under like a new banter a banner now but with repop and i don't do the production anymore so i don't know how this is going to turn out or whatever i just know that i had a lot of fun i did kind of do some freudian slips but you know it, it comes with the territory but after overall it was a lot of fun everybody seemed to enjoy it um the my hero cast really really enjoyed it and uh it's, it's lovely because um 
you guys don't won't see it, but Monica Riel and the gang just said, you know, they really wanted me to come visit them after this. And it was it was flattering. It was extremely flattering. And, you know, in some cases, you know, when, you know, this COVID thing is over, I will be going on tour back to California because there's a lot of people I need to be uh, go visit. So it, it's awesome. But it, it's just, it was just great. I can't wait for you guys to see it. March 28th. Sunday, it begins and it goes all the way to Saturday, April 3rd. And April 3rd is when I will join the cast of Naruto again to do a trivia show. My, uh, Molly Flanagan, Yuri Lowenthal, Kate Higgins, and I believe added to this is Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who I absolutely adore. If you guys listened to the Naruto Q&A from last um, year, uh, she was great. She was absolutely great to talk with. And I am looking forward to having all of them on as well. So let's get that out of the way. And let's get into some gaming news. Um, there wasn't much gaming news this week, to be honest. It really wasn't. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on. Uh, I know the BAFTA Gaming Awards came out, and I know Hades. Shout out to Super Giant Games. They got uh, quite a few awards. The uh, gentleman, I forgot his name, who played the uh, father of uh, Rarius. Uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name, but... Um, he won. He won an award for his portrayal. Uh, they got. A, I believe they got quite a few awards from the BAFTA uh, Gaming Awards. I got to really check that out. But it's awesome that they had that. So uh, I won't be talking about that completely because I didn't get a chance to see it. But I do know that they were nominated for a lot of awards and he won quite a few awards as well. So shout out to all of them. You know for that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, as far as gaming, I didn't have but so much. But what I did was very interesting. For one thing, I want to give you guys a heads up. Thanks to my people in my ACMG Facebook group. And I'll, you know, shout him out even more here. Uh, Doug Jenkins, it's one of our seasoned vets. He actually found a website that he goes to every year to get his 12, uh, his, his 12 year PSN cards for way cheaper. There is a company called CD Keys, apparently, or something to that nature, uh, or is it's called a trust pilot, I believe. So they sell a lot of these you know cards for cheap i got a one year playstation plus membership for only 25.89 it's legit i tried it out i had to ask him before i did <laughs> and, and uh lo and behold i did it you can you pay through paypal and i got a 12 year subscription of playstation plus for only 25.89 that's 60 percent off that price so guys find it trust pilot find it or cd keys it's one of the two i don't know what they're associated with i just know that it damn it it worked <laughs> and i have a 12 year subscription of playstation plus and since i did re uh subscribe to that i also was able to play a game that i was actually interested in playing since they announced the playstation 5 and the games that will be coming forward and that was destruction all-stars which i was hoping that it wasn't a live online game experience like overwatch and all that it is unfortunate but however there's something so enjoyable about this game that I don't even care. And that's a rare thing for me. Like, I can't play. I feel like I'm, I'm too afraid to play. Um, Was it Jensen Impact? Because it's so beautiful. And I feel like it's just going to lure me to want to buy so much, even though it's supposed to be a freemium. This one is slightly a freemium. But you do got to pay for certain things um, that if you want to play deeper, they have certain you know, arcade elements and story elements, but the overall gameplay and, and, and presentation, and everything is so awesome. 
it is really really awesome it takes you know a bit from a lot of these online games that we play today i mean it's it's pretty good so um it's a simple play multi online over the top destruction derby game where you choose between a roster of 16 all-stars looking to prove um that they are worth the championship which is the global destruction federation championship so this is a whole thing they already got 16 characters and i believe they're probably going to have more coming down the line this is going to be an online experience players will ride through various arenas created for full-on havoc your character will crash using a car that you seek while in the arena or walk around the arena or run around the arena i should say without getting hit it's really wild. It's just, if you watched the trailer, if you've seen this before, you it even came out, you know that this thing is going to be crazy. And I was automatically intrigued. I love over the top wacky sports games. I hate. I, the only time I don't like, um, I the only real you know sports games I do like is boxing or you know anything that involves contact sport. Anything else, baseball, football, all the stuff. I'd rather have over the top versions of those games. Um, soccer, especially. Uh, who was it? Um, Captain Subasa, you know, that came out re uh, recently last year. And that was an awesome, awesome game. Still is awesome. I, I love Captain Subasa. If I pick it up and play it again, I, it's hard for me to, to, to put it down. You know, it's, it's stuff like that. So players not only uh, it's like players not only are able to like get in these cars and go, but, you know, you can jump. They also have platforms that you could jump in and wall walk. And, you know, all the, you know, when you're not in the car, you're running around and you, you run around like you're in parkour mode. There's a lot of parkour techniques. Like I said, you're running through walls, you're getting these shards or whatever like that, that helps you energize whatever technique or skill that you have. Um, the game also provides a lot of game modes that provide a ton of fun and replay value. And I was really surprised at how much I enjoy playing it. No real techniques needed for this game either. It's just high octane action from start to finish. Um, like you can play up to like 16 really charismatic, you know, dudes. They look like Street Fighter characters. And I think that was the other reason why I really dug this game so much because I like Street, I, you know, my love more than anything in any part of gaming is Street Fighter. Street Fighter is my absolute number one. There's no question about it. So anything that resembles that and has that appeal, I'm going to linger on to it because I love these type of games that they have these separate character developments in it. And each character has their own backstory and stuff like that. And that always intrigues me. So and this one kind of has it as much as well. And uh, there's some, and I love the interaction and connections of everybody as well. Uh, and to top it all, you have commentary in here as well, followed by the legendary UFC ring announcer Bruce Buffer and the game to introduce and announce the winners. I immediately, immediately got excited about this because, you know, I'm not as a avid MMA fan as I used to be. I, I, I stopped watching UFC when they started just doing too much. They, um, when they, they got the channel and I, they had so much MMA on right now, it's just hard to follow everything. And then, you know, the Reebok merger and everything, but that's all here and there. With that said, I'm still a fan of mixed martial arts, just not hardcore as I used to be. I still love the techniques. I love the art. I love the sport of it. I love the, you know, some of the rulings. Uh, Anderson Silva will always be my goat. <laughs> but it, but also when it comes to ghosts, you know, greatest of all time, Bruce Buffer, you know, brother of Michael Buffer, for, you know, the legendary boxing announcer. 
I think Bruce supersedes him. No disrespect to Michael, but Bruce is the man. Bruce has the has the the swag and articulation of James Bond. <laughs> he's just he's as cool as cool as can be. Like if you need a, if you need a guy to represent Las Vegas, Bruce Buffer is your man. Seriously. So it was great to hear him announce you know the entrance and the opponents and the winners of the game it just gave it that real sports feel from this point even though it's like just whacking over the top uh the controls consist of a you know acceleration button which is like the r2 button uh but the analog sticks are used to speed into impact against your opponents you can use it you know vertically to go straight forward or if they're right next to you 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 know hit it horizontally to you know do a side hit whatever and every time you know the basic game play is that you you know you the more you crash into these guys and the more you um cause impact and damage to these guys car or just uh, total annihilation of it you get more points and you got to get as many points as possible until the actual time is up simple very simple that's the simple version of it there's also other modes in there too like um i i there's multiple amount of modes i haven't played all of them yet but um there's other like flag and all this stuff, you know, the, the, the occasional, you know, the, the normal traditional style of, you know, gameplay scene in these multi um, online game, multiplayer online games in here. So it, it's just it's so much fun. You got other game modes, too. There's multiplayer, there's arcade, there's uh, challenge series, which is kind of like a story mode. And the first one you get is for free. And it kind of, what I love about it is that each one shows you there's a story behind each one of these challenge series and it's you versus a certain opponent. And what I love is that they have this cutscene where you have this interaction with the person that you're facing and they have this almost pro wrestling by, you know, pro wrestling, like, you know, back and forth, you know, thinking, telling each other that they're the, you know, best of the best or whatever like that. So they're challenging each other through a series of different you know, play modes and arenas and everything until you get to the end. So I, I really like that. Now, the first one is free, but the other ones you'll have to pay for. So that's where it comes down to. The only thing I don't like about that is, again, this is the same problem I had with uh, Marvel Avengers is, and, and Jump Force to that extent, is that you want us to pay for this, but we, you know, if it, this thing goes offline or if something happens to the server, you won't have the ability to play this. And I, I'm always bothered by that. So it's like, you, you I, I feel like I'm paying for this, but I don't really own this. I don't have a sense of ownership towards this. And that's always been my problem with these freemiums or these online reliant games. And I just hate really, you know, investing in that. Now, with that said, I actually like this game so much and what they're doing that I wouldn't mind investing in the challenge series. They also have other, you know, uh, what is it? they also have other features and and things that you could buy and you know using real um real money uh you know to do in-app purchasing but you know if you just want to just get the challenge series uh modes i i say that will be the best thing to do i mean you could get like new skins and everything and whatever they're offering from that like they do with overwatch and other games like that but you don't really have to and i like the fact that i feel like this game doesn't force you to buy things it doesn't force you to buy things to have a better play experience. You, it, it just leaves you with the option of wanting to, but you could just play the, you know, the arcade mode. You could play the uh, multiplayer mode. It's just a lot of fun. And I, I really appreciate that. And that's why I do, I am leaning more onto liking this game overall. 
practice mode, um, especially, and then there's your customized mode as well. I mean, the game has a blend of Overwatch and Rocket League with a hint of Street Fighter <laughs> in there. Uh, it's it's just really a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out, man, go out of your way, check it out. It's, I haven't thoroughly gone through it yet to give it a, a true grade, but I am enjoying it thus far. And, uh, and, and, and even the DualSense controllers with it makes it even better because, you know, any play, any PS5 game uses the full capability of the dual controllers. It feels so different than when you play a PS4 game on that controller because it doesn't do the same things. It's not programmed to do the same things. But when it does, it's like you really it, they were right. When you have that controller and you play in a PS5 game, it does feel different because it, you know, the pressure of the uh, trigger buttons and everything. It's an amazing thing that they do with that dual sense controller. Uh, so go at it right there. So I want to talk about this interesting little story quick uh, involving former U.S. Nintendo president Reggie fils who apparently just quit the uh, quit Nintendo after a year. And I joked around about this, but I said I really said like Reggie like this. This was a lot fast. This went a lot faster than when New Edition signed with Bad Boy Records. It's just it's so bad. Um, I don't understand ign reports this and they said he's retired from gamestop uh board of directors just one year after uh he joined the company uh fils is one of eight directors who are set to retire from the board at gamestop's 2021 annual meeting this is crazy the remaining board um, members will largely be made up of directors relatively new to the board with many of the company's uh more established directors leaving along with fils Man, this is insane. I don't know what led to this. I don't understand, but I'm sorry, mate. GameStop is going to be the next blockbuster. I, I really feel that. And, I, and the reason being is because I feel like I, I don't really know. I can't really give it a, a true assessment as, of this, but I really feel like that they're doing the same thing that blockbuster did and not evolving and not assimilating into something new. Like adapt, like I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the problem. Closing down the stores, meaning that employees will lose their jobs, and that's unfortunate. But in the state of everything that's going on, to stay alive, I it, it probably would have been best for them to go digital. And I mean, this is how Sega survived this long. Sega decided to stop making consoles. They wind up being publishers and we still know the name of Sega to this day. You know, um, Blockbuster Video tried to keep it going, but digital was the thing. Digital was now the thing. It was unstoppable. It's the same thing that's happening here. They should revert to just doing digital, selling merchandise online, having a warehouse where they could hire people to, you know, do whatever with that note. And I mean, just revert your surround, you know, accentuate the positives, hide the negatives, I guess. I mean, who am I to know? Because I've never been in a such management before, but it just seems like this is the same thing that's going. And now you got, you know, Reggie fils you know, who's been long time, a long time prof uh, profession of being the president of a major, major gaming company and done it tremendously for those years, decides to leave. That's saying something. That's it. If he's leaving the board of directors, that is saying a lot. So I don't know what's going to happen. And then on top of that, we had the situation with the um, stock market situation. 
which did nothing for GameStop. It really did. I mean, those stocks going up really did nothing for GameStop in terms of sales or whatever. I mean, you know, they just, you know, these guys on um, Reddit just was able to manipulate the system in a way that they benefited them. It's just simple and plain as that. It's like, it's crazy. I, I, you know, I wish that company the best, but I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen with that. So it's going to be very, very interesting. But other than that, there really hasn't been that much news going on. And I'm actually really thankful of that due to the fact that it's just so much going on here. So what I'll do, and before I even do that, let me go to see if there's anything else. Because the only things that have been talked about lately are non-gaming related stuff here so just checking one more thing netflix including resident evil eh, we'll talk about that later um, it's funny to see ign and gamestop uh, at gamespot and all these gaming you know uh, networks just do everything but gaming it's 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 fairly interesting game informer let me see game informer by the way this computer is just so awesome this this new build i have just tremendous I, I miss how fast everything is going here. Uh, no, no, no. And I do, I, I, you know, for those who know and probably have purchased it, um, Monster Hunter Rise is out this week as well. And I'm still hesitant in buying it completely. I'm just not convinced. And IGN just gave it a 7.75. So that it, it's that I feel like that's the way I feel about the game is that it is it feels like a 7.75 to me like it's something that oh they gave curse of the dead uh gods 7.25 um, so i'm i don't feel too bad about my um my grade with that either i think they feel the same way uh that i felt with that game but monster hunter rise is just something i i i you know i want i something there's a part of me that really wants to enjoy this game and there's a part of me that just can't enjoy this game so I, it's I, maybe down the line when it you know goes down cheaper, I'll get it. I'll do a a uh, review on it then. But I'm just not ready to invest my money into this game. That I feel like I know I'm not going to be invested in. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to play for long. One, for, the other thing too is extremely deep to play. It is a deep, deep game to play. I, I just feel like it does. It's not up to my speed. Like I love God Eater more than I love Monster Hunter because I think God Eater puts on something that this one didn't. It allows me to do a lot more. I feel more free in control in terms of control scheme and everything. The, narr the narrative in there and they had a narrative and this one now has a narrative too. It has actually has a ninja theme to it which I'm really is part of the reason why I'm inclined to want to buy this and get it but you know if it's getting a 7.75 on this note I'm going to hold off and uh, chill off of this until it gives a little bit cheaper because I don't feel like I want to pay that much money on there so all right there's no more news so let's just take a break come back and i am going to review the ps5 version of marvel avengers this is going to be what i call the redemption review is this enough for me to feel like i got my money's worth 
We'll find out right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Welcome to the final stage of this segment, and we're going to review the PS5 version of Marvel's Avengers. And if you guys remember the review I had when it first released some eight months ago on a PS4, I had some really good things to say about it. I had some really, you know, bad things to say about it. But overall, I gave it a B because it had a lot of strong points to it and it had a lot of potential to be what I'm about to review right now. And with the release of the new PS5 version, the updates and the improvements and everything, this feels like the game that we should have gotten day one when they released it in August of 2020. And this game right now is to me a different game than what I played in 2020 of August. They all every there's so many improvements in this game and I kudos to them from start to finish. I was able to play that game from the original assembles uh, Avengers reassemble story campaign all the way through future imperfect with virtually no problems in comparison to what I had in the original. And if for those who don't understand and I've said this before. We all talk about and put the finger and point the finger at CD Projekt Red. But lo and behold, there were companies way before CD Projekt Red that was doing this day one patch stuff and bringing out these unfinished games and then claiming that they're not unfinished or they're betas, whatever. It, and I'm going to say it. It was 2K Games was the original with 2K18, WWE 2K18. Uh, and then the other game that I saw was Jump Force from Bandai Namco. And then after that, it was, what was the other one? It was this, it was, it was this one right here. Um, to which every one of them did the same exact thing. And that was come out with these unfinished games that had these bugs and glitches. They wanted to give day one patches and they wanted to just, you know, improve on it as it goes along. And we did see improvements as, as we go along. I will, I will not take that away from Jump Force to its credit, as much as I still don't like the fact that they don't allow you to play the story mode, whether you like it or not. They don't allow you to play that mode again it is it's it was much better to play through controls were tighter graphics were better there were some improvements on there i saw i noticed that um wwe 2k18 just went out the trash 
<laughs> especially the switch version at that so um you know that was that but marvel avengers was one of those games that really had a lot of problems there was some bugs there were some glitches the strong point of the game was the story mode avengers reassembled the core story of this game that people were not able to play after they finished it and it's like we spent 60 to over a hundred dollars for this game and you're not going to allow us to replay this game we're not going to allow us to be able to enjoy all of the hard work by people like uh nolan north and and uh troy baker and you know all these really great actors that portrayed these uh, these roles and it's just like it was annoying we didn't know but and it and it turns out they weren't from what I understand, when I watched the, the the vlogs that they did, they didn't really have an intention of bringing out the us to play this again. It was only to the demand of the fans who paid the money that said, we want to play this again. Because I think, and a lot of people thought that they wanted to only rely on the mission modes, which was, like I said before, they were very tedious. You, you know, after a while, you just didn't want to play. You're just playing through the same thing anymore. There was no depth. And if you played through the Avengers Reassemble game, there's so much contrast and, and depth to what you are doing in just a regular mission mode. Like they have some dramatic moments in there that you don't get to repeat in the mission modes. And I, I just felt like this was a game that we invested a lot on. We expect more from not only Square Enix, we expect more from Marvel, and we damn sure expect more from Crystal Dynamics, who does actually make some pretty darn good games like the Tomb Raider series. So it was just really disappointing at the time. And just things just weren't coming, was just getting worse. And then CD Projekt Red came out and, you know, came out with Cyberpunk 2077 and that happened. And that was at a higher scale because it was associated with Warner Brothers and it was associated with Keanu Reeves. So that was a thing. And, and then there was also other controversy that they were dealing with at the time as well. So it took eight months to get to where they are right now and right now what we have is a much more stable and playable game there is way more pros than it is cons in this in this ps5 version and possibly the ps4 version as well i went straight into the ps5 because i've already played the ps4 i want to see the improvements the graphic textures the new 4k look to it the the quick loading times all of it is there but it's also giving you much much more this time this right now this playstation 5 version is the game that we've been wanting to play eight months ago and if you really think about it it's only been eight months to get to the, where they are now i don't know we could we could have waited <laughs> we could have waited for this I, I'd rather them do it, but I I get it. I understand. You know, there's there's some in the industry who say that, you know, they have, you know, there's there's stockholders involved in this, and you know that part of the process is trying to please them more than please the fans. That's why these release dates are out. I get that. There has to be a new ideology towards how they handle the situation and how stockholders need to be more educated to understand of not rushing the product because of their money and value. They have to be educated as well. And I think that's a big deal because they can, and they can put these companies in a predicament that will damage them more or less because they want, because they want the stockholders to be pleased. And sometimes trying to please a stockholder is not the best thing in the world, to be honest, because we see what happens here. 
we just said we watched what happened way back then in Atari era when, when Steven Spielberg wanted to um, do a quick ET game that I think only like, like took like a week or two to make. And then, you know, we saw what happened with the pit situation. If you don't know about that, there's documentaries on that. It's an amazing, amazing documentary. It's, it's really, it really is. But um, yeah, I mean, this right now, this Avengers is awesome. <laughs> I am happy to say that. I am so happy to say that. And I'm also happy that I didn't have to pay for that um, free update because after all that we went through, we damn sure better not be paying anything else. But I'm going to give you the pros and cons of this right now. It's not much to say that I didn't say the, um, on the last one, but just what's going on with this game right now, if you haven't played it. And if you haven't played it based on the fact that you heard all the corruption and everything going on with it, I'm telling you now, this now is the time to jump on. Now is the time to jump on, or at least wait until they go down in price if you want. But I think if you're a Marvel fan, now is the time to jump on this game because this is the this is the game that it was intended to be. The, uh, the pros with this is like like I said, it's much more stable than before. The bugs and glitches that once plagued the PS4 version is not seen on a PS5. I mean, I remember the scenes vividly because I screen capped a lot of them and I was posting in anger on Twitter and everywhere else as to like what's going on here. Why is why is Steve Rogers face missing from his, you know, from his uh, body and why is certain things happening? Why are these costumes relocking in and stuff like that? Like there were so many problems with that system. It's no longer here. It doesn't exist. It's like we never saw him before. So that's a major plus. The other big pro, which I spoke about, is that the Avengers Reassemble story campaign, the core story campaign, can be played multiple times, as many times as you want. It can be replayed. They have a feature now that replays it without losing any of the experience that you gained from it. Or no leveling up. You'll have the same leveling up system and everything. Not only that, and this is a big one, this is really big for me. You can now play the Avengers Reassemble story campaign, both online and offline. Now, the thing is, you can't play the DLC ones offline for some reason, but the core story, that's the one you can play. I don't care. I, honestly, I, for me personally, I love the other two DLCs and all the DLCs that are going to be coming, but I, I pay for that story core, that, that, um, that core story. I better be able to play that if their server goes down and everything's offline. And I'm happy to say I turned, I tested it, turned off um, my internet connection, turned it on, played it. it wouldn't allow me to play the mission modes, uh, the online mission modes that that are meant for multiplayer. But there are some mission modes that you can play offline. But more importantly, you could play the story campaign offline. That was a plus for me, and I really, really appreciate it because now I feel like. I own this game. I feel like this is my game now. They can't take this away from me. Um, it's not online reliant like everything else, like majority of everything else in the game is. I was just extremely happy. Very happy with that. Um, also pros to control, uh, controlling your Avenger feels much better this time around with the DualSense controller. Once again, because it's PS5, it gives you a little bit more oomph <laughs> in, the, in the control scheme. If you're pressing the trigger buttons, well, for Iron Man or whatever, it, it's a it's a little bit of a tension there. So you have that going on. Um, Thor, every you know, the rumble pack is just, you know, doing things that it wouldn't do normally for the PS4 version. It's just so great. It feels epic. It feels tremendous. Uh, like I said, just playing that story mode again, it really it really makes you understand why myself and many others were 
aching to want to play this again. It's so good. The story mode, the 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 aim, Modok origin and everything, it's just so good. The Kamala Khan uh, story element was so great. And she is so adorable <laughs> in this game. It just, it just reminds me. And then the things that you're able to do in, like the stealth missions are not in the mission mode. You don't get to do all that. And it, like there's certain things in the story mode that you're doing that you don't do in the mission modes. And I, I almost... I almost feel like I wish they did because it make it would make it feel more engaging to an extent instead of just you just running around on a map just hacking and slashing or you know you know butt mashing everything around you know have some room more have some a little bit more depth but I love it I love what the control scheme is doing here I love it all um the updated graphics makes uh battles appear less cluttered uh more easier to know what's going on around you this time around it's just it's beautifully done they added some more environmental damage elements as well to it uh you know all the aim bots that you fight um they now take off a lot more damage it shows how much more damage that they take out so i love that i love that situation right there the only real con that i had for this was uh well you know it's it's solid but it's not perfect there are some minor tweaks that is needed but it's one of those tweaks that like an easy patch will fix that if they detect it they can do it it's really like they're at this point right now where like the the things that happens in this game are going to be minor so they've gotten it to a point where it's it, it's like 95 percent solid it's and stable it's really minor but um some of the characters attempting to jump, uh, some of the characters you control attempting to jump and climb up walls. There's, you know, some static issues with that. Um, just minor static issues. Like it's not, it's not, it doesn't really hurt the game at all. Um, just takes you out of the, the dis, you know, suspense of disbelief, you know, pretty much. Some of the enemies you defeat sometimes float in the air and shake profusely. Um, that, you know, that's pretty much it. And, and there was a crash issue when playing the avengers game story mode uh the avengers reassemble story mode campaign offline i had one crash to that um i don't know what that led to but i did after when i turned it back on first of all the other thing too is that it immediately saved where i was before so it didn't hurt any of that progress at all and i just kept going from there but as i mentioned they're minor compared to how the game was when it first arrived on the council on that platform and i say it again took only it took about eight months for them to get this game to where it is right now we could have waited we could have waited for this game eight months is not that bad i'd rather I, you know so this is a testament and, I, and, and kudos to crystal dynamic i i will praise them right now the game is so great so much fun and this is the game that we deserve to play as fans uh and and therefore this game is going to get a higher grade because of that um very much higher grade um it just it's just a testament of like patience is a virtue and you definitely will get your money's worth when it finally comes out and it, you know making sure that everything is what it is i hope that these game companies really take heed after what has happened in 2020 not in, not the events of COVID, but just the how these abrupt in you know experiences have come in terms of these glitches and bugs and and, and the outcry of fans who just say enough is enough let's just all be patient both fans and developers be patient let these things come out and we're just rooting for it man we, we want to see more games come out and but these games are getting bigger 
these games are getting more um, robust and sometimes it takes a lot of time to do so so let's give them a chance to wait and enjoy the games that we have now we got so many other games that we can play and i think we sometimes forget that is that all right they're not going to come out with this game for some time we definitely want to play this game but we more importantly we want these games to be fluid and if we don't allow them to do that we will get what we got in 2020 let's change the way we think about all of these aspects and uh just let's let's just do it but in the meantime we have a ton of games that we can replay there's nothing wrong with replaying games again people that's what replay value is all about and it's funny that we're worried we, we we make a big deal out of this yet we have all these ongoing games and then we got this whole library of games that like what, what is it like we, we it, we're not allowed to play these anymore we just keep moving forward to the new stuff yes that's true to an extent but it's nothing wrong with going back to the old ones i don't know why the what the mentality is about that but it is what it is but i digress when it comes to overall this game is the avengers game i was waiting for the graphics the detail design the improvements the fact that we could get the story mode and replay it anytime we want without losing the damn uh and it's just just they did so they did so great with this i i kudos to crystal dynamics i give them credit they finally did and hopefully in the future that they won't do this again um oh i also got to talk about the um let's talk about the the uh before i even give the overall i want to do want to talk i had on the dlc with this too uh because i did get a chance to play take an aim with kate bishop which i love the kate bishop character like just not from a you know development standpoint but just a gameplay standpoint her moveset is awesome i love how her and uh hawkeye have you know and clint have the sword and the bow type of situation i also love that both of them do have the bow and the and the sword but they are so different in how they use it and everything and especially kate because kate is using aim tech to get over on some of the maneuvers and everything she does so it, it really kind of makes her a contrast from what hawkeye is and you don't feel like you're playing a mirror version of the of the character they're completely different characters who do completely different um handle their techniques completely different so i love it the story of kate uh bishop looking for uh hawkeye who we find out is working with aim to try to fix some things that is going on in the future um is a it, it was it was good it was a good two-part series i will say though when you got to future imperfect i love future imperfect i love that we got to see old man uh you know hawkeye and old man clint barton in there it was cool i love the new stage where it's like just a wasteland of everything going on uh in there but it all led up to you uh facing the maestro who was not an easy guy to um to beat i tell you this and i wasn't at a level where it was easy to beat him either so i could point that out it wasn't that it was hard it was just i didn't grind enough to level these characters up to get to that point i just wanted to get through the game stage and i'll play it again when the time comes but the only disappointment i have for the um for the future imperfect one is that it kind of was anticlimactic at the end because you all you you don't really get to see hawk until the very end or maestro which is bruce banner uh, and the hawk combined or whatever of that nature i i no, I know he's based on more a saga in the comics and everything, but I love the way the maestro looked. I loved his look, and you can buy the skin on uh, on the uh, marketplace too. By the way, it's a really good. That's a really cool uh, skin. I do like that. But I just felt 
I wish there was so more leading up to the arrival of the maestro because you only see him at the end. And I'm talking from a storytelling, uh, story development uh, situation. You only see him at the end and then you just fight him once and that's it. We don't hear from him again. You know, it's pretty much over. Spoiler alert, by the way. Um, <laughs> you just, that's it. So I, I wanted to see more because they made a big deal out of him being in the game, but you'd only get to see him until the end. And then there's nothing afterwards. Like the, the, the whole the whole entire story between Kate and Hawkeye is over. So it's like a really short story to that extent, but you don't get enough time to really develop as to what happened to Bruce Banner at the time. There was no backstory or anything like that. I would have loved to have a backstory being told as to how everything got to this point where, and they do explain it, but you know, it was just like a pass. It was just a pass over type of, you know, comment. It is just like, all right, they mentioned it. That's it. And now we're going to fight. I would love to see some type of appearance on before they led up to this point. So it was a very short, condensed story to uh, form of storytelling there. But otherwise, it was, you know, overall was good. Um, you know, if I just based on the two together, it was a it was a B. It was a like a B DLC storyline expansion. Um, other than that, I, it, it wasn't it wasn't as good as I, the the main core story of the whole thing. I think the main core um, core story mode outbeats these both. And next, we're getting Black Panther. And it's funny because I remember the last time I um, did the review on the PS4 version, they were talking about you know getting Black Panther on, and they were ready to do it but you know Chadwick Boseman died and they decided to postpone it we just got a trailer that showed uh the new Black Panther expansion it looks awesome it absolutely looks awesome we're gonna get Claw in here as well involved in whatever's going on so I'm looking forward to that it's gonna be coming later this summer but overall this game is an absolute improvement and for that if I'm gonna give it a grade because I gave it a B last time this game, I gave it a solid B last time. This time, the PS5 version, along with the expansions included, gets a solid A for me. Because what I played before is a far contrast to what I'm playing now. So if you are ready to assemble and play this game, now's the time to do it. So go out of your way and check it out. It is available on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you want to enjoy more to come. Um, our Talk Time Live Prime episode, we're going to review the first three episodes of Amazon Prime's Invincible, based on the image comic book created by Robert Kirkman. And, oh boy, we got a lot to talk about there. Plus, we will also be talking about the second episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. And that's, there's a lot to talk about on that note, too. Any other news we'll talk about? I don't know, but it'll probably be another short episode because of... Uh, well, no, there's a lot to talk about. There's uh, We got some new trailers, for, especially from Suicide Squad and all the stuff, too. So we're going to talk about a lot of that and much, much more. But uh, next select start, I will be... I will be reviewing a game, K's and the Wild Mask. It's a indie game uh, that it came out. It's a 2D side-scrolling mascot game like Sonic and Mario, whatever like that. And uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. We'll talk more about that next week. And then, of course, we have the Read Pop Metaverse uh, panels that I will be doing starting tomorrow. And I will be with the uh, cast of My Hero Academia. 
And then follow uh, following that later on in the week, we'll, I will uh, be you'll see the panel with me and the cast of the original Pokemon television series. And then also live on Wednesday, I believe I'll be reuniting with them to do the Pokemon trivia show. And then on the 3rd of April, I will be with the cast of Naruto to do a, Nar a live Naruto trivia show as well. So stay tuned for all that and much more. And then after that, I get my second vaccine. So I'm going to be off for a bit. So, you know, kudos to me. <laughs> so uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy everything. Thank you again to Repop for, you know, not only just inviting me on, but like just I, it's just an honor to be with such a company. This this company is awesome. They are very supportive. Um, they've been I've been with them. It, rather, it was partnering with them and now I'm working alongside with them for since 2018 and it's just been a surreal thing um i never in my dreams thought i would be with the people who behind new york comic-con so it's just awesome they, they do a great job they're very supportive they are all about the culture and much much more uh if you've known and have seen them they really support not only just the fandom community that is everything all things anime comics movies games but they also support my culture my community and the, for that i am a deeply deeply appreciate what they do if you go into their websites or whatever like that go to their link tree you'll see what i'm talking about i was very surprised to see a lot of that too so it just made me more prouder to be a part of a group that values me and values my culture and my community so shout out to repop you guys are awesome and i look forward to working with you guys for this whole entire weekend of uh anime so stay tuned for that and much much more but for now if you want to listen to more episodes like this you could go to talktimelive.com you could check out this episode and all of our episodes including our exclusive interviews on the talktime live exclusives page and as well or if you just want to go straight there you could just type talktimelive.com forward slash exclusive if you want to subscribe and download on one of your favorite podcast platforms you could check it out on spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher podbean tune in audible pandora and pocket cast and probably many many more so everybody thanks so very much again and that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is dax xavier decided saying learn to let go live life love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.